So you wanna know how to pair flexibility and strength into the same workout. Well, today we're gonna to be answering a really good question, actually a couple of good questions. One of them from one of our UMS online coaching members, Blakely, asking about end range strength. Are they the exercises paired together? How do you put it all into the same workout? Make sure you stick around, you're gonna get some great knowledge bombs in this one. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we teach driven people how to be superhumans. The way we do that and the way we get such astonishing results with our members is that we've created a program that has a balance between strength and flexibility. If you want to know how we do it, download one of our free blueprints, the Flexibility, Strength or Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video for them. As always, I'm joined by Phil. How are you, Phil? Very well. Yeah. Very well. Feeling Keen good? to get into it. Uh, we hit a bit of a milestone in the podcast yesterday. We got to uh, 1,000 listens, which is wow, really exciting. Hectic. So, yeah, it's good to see it coming along. And there's some people who are, uh, yeah, seem to be tuning in every day and consuming it that way. So very happy to see that. Um, and for all you out there who didn't know we have a podcast, get on it. Yeah, on Spotify. Yeah. On Spotify. So let's get straight anyway. into it. We've had a really good question by Blakely here. Are the end range movements blocked by the mouse here? Are the end range movements meant to be paired at all? Shoulder, IR, and ER, internal rotation and external rotation, arch, hang, flexion, moils, etc., or done sequentially? Great question. And I'm going to have a sip of my coffee before I answer it. <laughs> thinking, 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 <laughs> thinking, thinking. thinking. <laughs> um, so, Blakely, um, man, there's so many ways to skin a cat, right? Like you could do it. My, my the, the most basic answer would be what works best for you, do it. I have been fanatically trying to fit in about five hours of training a day into about two and a half hours for a long time. And we tried, we did two training sessions a day for a while and two training sessions a day, I would definitely say, if you have the time is the best way to train, uh, doing your strength in the morning and your flexibility and movement goals or skills goals in the evening. Uh, I would do that if that if I just had unlimited time. But unfortunately, when you're running a business and all the other things, um, we just found that it was really unrealistic for us to be able to make any um, any headway within our business. So then I tried doing all my strength training and immediately go into the flexibility training at the end. And the problem that I found with that was that it not only did it take longer from the last option that I'm about to say, which of course you know about because you're part of the UMS online coaching group. What I found was halfway through my flexibility session, I was just wrecked. And you start talking yourself out of your workout. And I found, even if it took the same amount of time, I found it easier to talk myself out of going, ah, you know, I've finished all my strength training. I've done the hard stuff. Ah, it doesn't matter if I don't finish, you know, this flexibility workout. And it does. It stops you from getting more flexible. So I've found the only way personally that I've found that really works is to do it one for one. You do a set of strength, a set of flexibility, then a set of opposing strengths, so antagonist uh, movements, so horizontal push, pull, for example, then another set of flexibility. And the way I do it, doesn't matter if it's end range strength, doesn't matter if it's um, just the normal flexibility that we teach between sets in the UMS in the early phases, um, I do it sequentially. So if I have, like in the end range strength, phase two program, there might be um, five exercises in one workout. Um, and it says you're meant to do three sets of the Jefferson curl or three to five sets, whatever it is. 
I get all three to five of those sets done, then I move on to the next one, then I move on to the next one. Because in the same way as that a strength workout has a hierarchy of needs, so in your bent arm strength workout, the hierarchy of needs is always vertical push-pull first. The reason being is that the pull-up is such a demanding movement that if you're going to try and do a pull-up when you've already fatigued yourself on any other movement, the pull-up is going to be so drastically affected that your, your reps are going to be really poor quality. Whereas everything else in that bent arm strength workout, um, even though it might be affected, it's not like the pull-up. So that's an example of the hierarchy of needs. I would never, ever not do the pull-up in the first paired exercise. The same thing happens with the flexibility, but in a different way. Um, you have to pre-fatigue certain muscles. You have to, um, you know, use the antagonist in an end range movement before you stretch the agonist that you're trying to create movement because of the way that it affects the central nervous system. So doing an A and a B doesn't work as well. The only um, exception to that is sometimes there's supersets. So that sometimes, which you haven't got yet, but in some of the programs that I'm writing for you coming up, you'll be doing like a Jefferson curl hold supersetted with, uh, with something else for compression strength, for example. All right, pause. Uh, just going to stop and just like clarify a few things there. So can you just say the, that one for one thing again? I, like I've been trying to follow along as closely as I can, and even I'm getting a bit confused with jargon and terms and numbers and, and whatever. So just one to, for one. Yeah, one the one for one thing. Okay, yeah. strength and flexibility. So oh, one for one. one okay, for one. So asking one number four one again. <laughs> Sort of that feel. Yeah. Hey, hell, okay. Mate. One for one. Oh, <laughs> one for one. Sense. So doing strength yes. and flexibility yes. at a. Uh, okay. I should have said one two one. One to one ratio. But then you would have yeah. thought one, two, <laughs> one, what? Yeah, yeah. this is an issue. Yeah, at that. a one to one ratio. So yes, okay. meaning for every set of strength training, I do a set of flexibility yeah. training. And so that's that's how we roll in the, the UMS with yeah. doing the, um, you know, uh, if you're doing upper body, stretching the lower, if you're strengthening the upper body, stre stretching your lower body. I, I've only seen one other person um, do this ever. I've never seen, in all of the online coaching I've done, in all of the people I've trained with, I have never seen anybody do this except for, and I'm going to give him a shout out, my very good friend, Aaron, uh, one of my closest and oldest friends, uh, who is the founder and owner of Origin of Energy. Check him out on Instagram is the best place to see him, at Origin of Energy. He is absolutely amazing. And uh, I would see him more if we lived on the same side of the bridge, but alas. Yeah, the hub bridge, big... Big it's the divider uh, Sydney. in Sydney. It's, it's yeah. this it's this horrendous object that has trains that run over it every two minutes that we just can't seem to manage yeah, to yeah. sort it out. But anyway, uh, yeah. it does divide us. And um, there's two uh, bridges for me: the Spit Bridge to Manly, oh, up on the beaches. Oh, you're stuffed. Um, You've yeah, got no chance. Um, but every time I go and train with Aaron, um, I always learn so much from him. He's an amazing dude and he's very forward thinking. And he was the first person that I remember. I went and did a workout with him years ago. And, uh, you know, I did a one-to-one. -one. I did strength and then I did flexibility. And I've never done it before. And it was um, so revolutionary that it was the birth of the UMS for us. But I will still say it. So I've paid Aaron his credits. Um, it, what we do is revolutionary. It is. I have seen it nowhere else. Um, and it delivers the best results that I've ever had in my body. I've been training for 20 years. I've been trying to get strong and I've been trying to get flexible. Not only could I never find the motivation to do it, but I couldn't, f I just didn't find a system that seemed to produce results. Yeah.
Love it. The next thing I want to clarify <clears throat> is the pre-fatigue. So you use that saying that's a really important thing before you do um, your flexibility work. So I think it would just be good yes. to um, kind of clarify exactly what you're talking yes, about there. Yes, absolutely. So um, in my middle splits workout that I did today, the all the butterfly work that I did, so there's butterfly loaded lifts, there's butterfly contract relax where you're pulling your knees down. Um, so they're doing two things. Number one, they're activating the adductors, so it's send, abductors. So it's sending a signal through the nervous system, you know, to, okay, we're, we're going to use these muscles. We're going to be pulling the legs apart. Yeah. Um, and it's also fatiguing the uh, adductors in a gentle way because if when the knee is bent, obviously it's putting uh, less strain on the uh, adductors because of what it's doing to the hamstrings. Um, and so that comes before the middle splits work that you do. Right. So you're kind of thinking about like a bit of a warm up, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, there's a, you, you just like in a middle splits workout, um, you don't go straight into the middle splits. It'd be at a more basic yeah. level and what we do in the mobility masterclass in the earlier on um, programs, the earlier yeah. on phases, it's like doing Cossack squats before you do the middle yeah. splits. You don't go into the middle splits when For you're sure. cold. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, whereas that's different with weightlifting. With weightlifting, if I was doing a bench press session, I wouldn't do three or four sets of dumbbell pressing yeah, or push-ups first. No, absolutely not. You do yeah. your bench when you're fresh and you can lift as much weight as possible. So it's, it's a very different way of looking at it. Yeah, um, yeah, but very important to get right. So that's why I wanted to clarify, um, Blakely, yes, it's not a paired thing. It's a get your three sets done of this, then move on to your five sets of this, then your three sets of that and da 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 da. And then the whole workout is all about, like for the middle splits, it's all about that last movement like when you i think i'm pretty sure in the one in the end range strength phase two workout i'm pretty sure that for the middle splits um workout that it ends with the middle split splits crack which means contract relax antagonist contract where you're um, going through a whole different series of contractions and relaxation phases so the whole workout is about that like it's all to, to prepare you for that so you can't do that as a paired thing nice uh so with the shoulder internal external rotation he's put there and the arch hang and uh, flexion moils like that's so, it's the same thing he's yeah. just he's just written a couple of different uh, like he's obviously just written a bunch of um uh, shoulder yeah. exercise examples of shoulder exercises saying should should they be done paired and, and and no they're not and it's a great question Blakely because clearly I didn't I didn't clarify that uh, and and I know that in some of the earlier um, phases of the mobility masterclass I know that some of the exercises are paired. Sometimes you can pair exercises. There's so many different, you know, yeah. reasons as to why you program things a yeah, certain um, way. And, and as a program designer, I have a goal with the way that I do things. But for where you're at now with the end range strength, it's not like yeah, that. Yeah, and not to sound like a broken record, but again, it really does come down to your goals and priorities around what you're trying to achieve. And if you, you know, really are looking at becoming the most flexible mobility monster out there who doesn't really care so much about the strengthening, uh, you know, the kind of classic barbell strength, then you can put more time into that but yeah it's all like what i like so much about the ums is it has that like great foundation where you can then use it to you know go off in your own own sort of interests mm -hmm. so so where's this uh we had a good question from so, youtube yeah definitely if you're watching live now and you have any questions put it on there so we can get so to we can you answer first them, yeah. but the next um <clears throat> one we're going to get to is uh one on our youtube comments and there's been lots of 
Uh, great YouTube comments coming through, and um, yeah, some like uh, the subscribers are really ticking up. So we're rapidly approaching twenty thousand. Yeah, really yeah, it's so, really exciting. It's, uh, so we're, share we're de- it we're with your getting, friends. Help us get it there. Yeah, we're definitely getting some uh, some traction going yeah. here. So this is going from uh, Tech Stacker, and he says, "Great video as usual." This is referring to the how to do middle splits if you're not flexible. A very popular video at the moment. Um, uh, you should, Rad, uh, will you uh, will try this routine for my next middle split session? I was wondering how you go about maintaining your splits once you got it. I mean, as you begin to pursue other training goals, you'll have less time to do all the exercises and warm-ups that you used to do to get the actual middle splits. In an ideal world, you get so good at it that you can just drop into it or close uh, cold, and then maintaining it uh, seems simpler on paper. But right now, it takes at least 30 minutes of warm-up exercises before I even get to my peak flexibility level around 10 centimeters off the ground. So I imagine in order not uh, to require a long warm-up every time you want to practice slash maintain your full split, you'll need to get to the middle split level that is well beyond 180 degrees. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. I just want to read that last little line. So I imagine that in order to not require a long warm-up every time you want to practice maintain your full splits, you need to get to a middle splits level that is well beyond 180 degrees. Uh, no, nope. you <laughs> definitely do not. Uh, yeah. I'm not well beyond 180 degrees. In fact, my very best efforts, I'm probably just on 180 degrees, yeah. maybe even 170. Um, so no, you definitely do not need to do that. Um, and it's a great question. Uh, firstly, uh, I'll say that you know to achieve something that you've never been able to do before takes so much work. Like you have to understand that when you set out to do something, like the middle splits is um, is the real deal. It I have worked my butt off to get it, and I would I won't I don't like saying I've worked so hard for it because I don't know how hard I've worked for it. Like it's not like I was you know climbing snow capped mountains you know for yeah. eight hours it's not like that but hard in the sense of what did i give up like the the, the relaxation that i gave up the the pleasures that i gave up that you know like you, you you do have to give things up to make sure that you prioritize training so that's the first thing i'll say once you've got it to maintain it is very easy and i'm not talking about the middle splits i'm talking about anything you know anything in life that we've that we've achieved is is not that hard to maintain at least at 90 percent of what yeah, you've been well, able I think to do it, like it's totally true and we've talked a lot about this in strength it's not that hard to maintain but it is like the hard thing for humans is to be really consistent mm-hmm. i think yeah. so that's a hard thing in yeah. itself but if you're doing the consistent if you're consistently working at it yep. then you don't have to put too much intensity yeah. into doing it but it's about showing up and doing it yeah. and keeping that practice in for now sure. when it comes to uh i guess I, I can see your sort of reasoning here where you're like well it's like you know currently i can just get to 10 centimeters off the ground so um, you know, but with a long wall up, therefore, if I have more, it'll, you know, the 180 degree splits will be a less uh, relative intensity, mm-hmm. um, which your, your reasoning, it kind of, you know, I can say it, it makes sense from a from away, but um, really the big challenge here is that we've talked a lot about, uh, I guess, your training age and your experience. And um, when you spend a lot of time doing one thing, it becomes much easier. So at the moment, it's, um, you know, it's kind of like if you were, uh, we can kind of translate it to strength training. If you were you wanted to get a, I don't know, 100, 100 kilo squat and you really trained really, really hard to, to get to there and you could only just do one rep if you really, you know, tried hard. As you spend more time doing it and you keep training at 100 kilos, like you'll, it'll become easier and you'll, if you, you know, mm. it'll get easier. Now with, when it comes to flexibility, yeah, it's all about um, just spending that time and as, as you've got a fairly young training age when it comes to middle splits, so uh, as, as that 
becomes more ingrained, you'll be able to get there a whole lot quicker. But just at the beginning, when you're only just approaching it, it's going to be a really maximal effort that's going to take a lot of warm-up. So. Yeah. yeah, and there's a couple of things that I'll say. Firstly, the nothing that you do when you transition from putting a lot of work into it into less work in it, nothing will stay the same as it was when you were putting a lot of work into it. There's, there's, it's impossible to do that. So if you, you have to accept that as soon as you decide to transfer your attention uh, and your efforts from one thing to something else, the best you can really hope for is maybe to maintain 90% of your max effort, uh, of your of your best effort, your best capability, and that's really good. That's really really cool. If you could, you know, uh, you know, if, if if all these things that you have, where each one of them took 100% of your attention for a certain period of time, if you could maintain 90% of your max effort in all of those all the time, that'd be well worth it. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would say is it it comes. So here's here's actionable. This is what you need to know. This is the this is the answer to your question summed up. It's about doing daily mobility. And daily mobility is something that gets done in about 10 minutes, where you basically just take your joints through their full range of motion, and you will not get to your max effort of the splits in 10 minutes, but you will get to that 80 to 90%. And when you do it daily, that 80 to 90% will be accessed way, way, way easier, and you will not lose your gains and your max effort will even increase. So I've gone down to only training the middle splits once a week. Only once a week do I actually do a workout that involves the middle splits. And every day I do a little bit of mobility just to maintain it. And if you watch the, the video that we're going to upload to YouTube either today or tomorrow, um, the, the, the next middle splits workout that we've filmed, have a look at the thumbnail of me. I am in the full middle splits with my feet elevated um, and I've never been able to do that before and I'm, I was better at it this week than I even was last week. So I'm getting better from only doing one workout a week. Um, so yeah, if you're smart about it, if you do your mobility training properly, not flexibility, there's a difference there, um, then yeah, you'll Yeah, you'll, and then you can maintain that consistency practice and again that you, you get good at what you spend more time doing. So as yeah. you frequently do it and you get close to that range, it'll become easier and easier to be there. So Yeah, yeah. and you just find ways to get into the, the positions that express your uh, mobility. Like honestly, um, you need to have a look at our warm-up routines, the way that we do them in the UMS uh, online coaching program because those warm-up routines are designed specifically to take your joints through their full range of motion daily in a really short period of time. And those warm-up routines on their own, if that was all you did, will maintain 90% of your um, max flexibility. So um, they're really, really good for that. Um, I think uh, I think that's probably all we've got yeah, time if, for today. Uh, we got... We'll just let, uh, if anyone's wanting to put in a question before we wrap it up, I'll quickly just um, have a bit of a shout out to some of the people in the uh, YouTube comments because there's been plenty coming through. So yeah, it's really interesting to see some of the like older videos are just taking off in a big way. So lots of people interested in the splits at the moment, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll uh, quickly... Someone, what's someone saying here? Am I going for the... I see you're going for the Rich Froning Jr. look. Bro, join CrossFit and make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't even know who Rich Froning is, who Rich Froning Jr. is. Uh, but well, I he's that, like the top CrossFit dude, but yeah. is, are you trying to be like the junior version of him? Because I'm pretty sure you'd be older than him. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I'd probably be older than him. Yeah, especially I'm 42. I doubt Rich Froning is older than me. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, definitely not um, going to be joining CrossFit anytime soon. But thanks anyway. Yeah, uh, we got <laughs> one from Hickory Socks here. He says, "Thanks so much for this video. I've had an extremely tight groin for years, and it's been really devastating 
uh, had really devastating effects on me uh, psychologically. I even quit my job a bit, uh, largely due to it. Right now, I have no money and I'm struggling to support myself as I try and get over this issue in time uh, before losing my apartment. Thank you so much for your wonderful tone and great knowledge. Your videos have given me much hope and I'll be following them every day. Um, yeah, I, I hope that your situation is in, uh, improving, Hickory, and I hope we can give you um, you know, some really good information that can get you past this. If you do have more specific questions, maybe just message us privately. We can uh, potentially help you out with that tight groin, but um, it sounds... Yeah, like a, a bit of a tricky one. I hope that you're you're, you're figuring it out. So, mm, yeah, um, but sure. you know, jump on the live stream if you are watching every day, and and yeah, ask us some questions. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, plenty of uh, YouTube comments here. So you many people to shout out, don't we? Um, yeah, thanks so much, everybody, for, uh, for for watching and and posting your comments. Um, yeah, it really means a lot to us, and uh, of course to everyone in the UMS online coaching group. Make sure that you um, post your, your questions in there because this whole show was all about one person's question. So post your questions and we will do shows on it. You will get better answers here on the internet than anywhere I've seen. I haven't seen anyone else that's <laughs> devoting entire shows to, to people's uh, questions like this. So And for free. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> so. right. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you join the UMS Movement Mastermind. It's our private Facebook group free to join uh, where you can get access to these shows when they're live and ask questions right as we're filming the show so we can answer you in real time search for it on Facebook UMS Movement Mastermind and if you want to start learning more about our programs download one of those free blueprints the flexibility blueprint the strength blueprint or the nutrition blueprint there's a link in the description for this video and if you want to dive straight in you can get a free month of online coaching in our uh, flagship program the UMS online coaching program again there's a link in the description of this video for you to get a four-week free trial. Great. And listen to the podcast. Go to Do Spotify. Um, I once again am away tomorrow. I had uh, one of my mentors that I saw yesterday for the first time in a long time, and then my second one, my sort of main sort of formal mentor who I pay lots of money to see every month who's like a 30-year Olympian physio who's a bit of a big deal. It's really amazing to work kind with her. So, um, yeah, I'll be off tomorrow to go and uh, soak up some more sweet knowledge from her. So. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> I just realized how much younger I look when I've shaved, right. haven't I? Baby face. Maybe you are a returning junior. Maybe I am. Yeah, Maybe we'll, I am. We'll Maybe I'm not back. 42. Maybe I need to check my... I shouldn't be saying that. I turned 42 in May. I'm 41. Hey, still <laughs> I don't know why the hell I'm saying I'm older before I'm actually there. Um, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Enjoy your workouts. Keep those questions coming in. And I, Phil won't, but I will see you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.